Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. Hi, welcome to Business Houston Podcast. My name is Matt Bertram. Uh, this afternoon, I have a special guest and uh, a well-known business in the local area. I have Sir, Sue Burnett with Burnett Specialists. How are you doing today, Sue? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Well, um, it's a it's an honor to talk to you. First off, you've built a great business uh, in the, the Houston and surrounding areas. Would love to hear uh, the story of how you got started. Well, um, in 1970, I moved to Houston and got into the personnel business. And I ran a small personnel service from the time that I was about 24 until 27. And then at 27, my husband suggested that I start my own business. And um, I really wasn't looking to do that, but he persuaded me to do it. So I quit my job and started up a company with five people that I hired and trained. And the first year we were profitable and um, I borrowed $10,000 to start the business and we paid that loan back. And we have not been um, really had any debt since then. And so um, now I've got five offices in Houston. We have offices in Austin, San Antonio, uh, El Paso, and in Dallas. We operate as choice specialist. And um, we are rated by the Houston Business Journal as the number one direct hire, um, direct hire placement company in Houston and have been for the last 13 years. And we were rated last year as the number three staffing temporary firm. And um, so, and, and we've been a BBB pinnacle winner uh, four times. So I've been on the board of BBB for many years. And uh, so I'm definitely a big believer in, in the BBB. Well, fantastic. Well, it's, it's great to have you on. So tell me a little bit about the type of staffing you do. I know that there's a wide variety in the personnel business of what you can do. You know, Houston has medical and oil and, you know, there's a lot of small businesses. Can you kind of maybe run the gambit like a lot of people out there and, and maybe even to like who is the right person to use a recruiter, right? Like when do you not use a recruiter? When, when should you use a recruiter? Where, where is that line or how do you view that or how do you kind of shape that for maybe small business owners? Well, I think first of all, um, the type of staffing that we do, um, we have specialties and we have uh, an accounting division, an IT, an engineering. We have a teleskills, which is call center personnel. We also do supply chain. Then we have legal. Um, we also do administrative, um, like executive assistants and receptionists. And we um, do um, a little bit of light industrial um, in Houston, not very much. Um, and so we work everything from low level up to you know, CEO, CEOs and CFOs. 
So we're um, really a, a full service um, company. We don't do medical uh, okay. unless it's medical administrative. We don't do, uh, we do, we do place nurses, I will say, but only in direct hire positions. We are not a medical temp staffing company. Got it. Okay. So, you know, full, full service, perm placement, contracts, across the board, just know the, you know, more the nurses and maybe medical, medical staff uh, positions makes, makes a lot of sense. So, okay. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, small businesses, part of the BVB. One of the things I hear a ton is, you know, I can't find the right people, right. Or like, it's tough to find the right people. I, I've heard that a lot. Um, and, you know, uh, depending on where they are in the life cycle of their business, like, how, how do you, like, if you're giving a presentation or you're uh, talking to some potential, like, business owners that might need staffing, how do you position your services of, like, when maybe you you realize you need, uh, you know, a headhunter or an um, executive recruiter or, um, you know, when you should go it on your own or, like, what like do you do you frame that up for them in any way of, of how well, they I should think that companies right now there's in fact there was a, a headline in the chronicle this weekend that said that unemployment is the lowest rate that it has been in 52 years that's my entire career that means yeah. it's the lowest rate that it's been in my entire career so people are hard to find good people are hard to find a lot of the people in fact, right now, I would say for direct hire, the bulk of the people that we're placing are already working and they simply are looking for another position, but they are not unemployed and looking for yeah. another job. Now, that said, we do have positions for recent grads, uh, entry level types of people who are um, willing to, um, you know, be um someone trained in a company and we do have companies that are willing to pay us fees for those entry-level people so we are really you know i think as far as a client a company thinking who should we when should we use a service i think it's when you've tried on your own to find people uh -huh. and can't find them or you need someone very quickly and you don't have time to look on your own or you truly don't have the time nor do you have someone internally that is qualified to screen people and interview and um and go through that whole process because when you i will, I will share with you that when you post a job yourself you may get a lot of responses and someone has to go through maybe hundreds of responses. And a lot of times those people aren't even vaguely qualified for your position. Sometimes when people see a position, it's like they're not even vaguely qualified for it, but they go ahead and apply for it. So it it's very time consuming to go through all of those. Then you have to call those people, do phone interviews, find out how much money they're looking for. So by using a personnel service like us, it cuts through all that. Um, we've already interviewed people or we'll go out and actually search for the right person for you. We'll do the screening 
We'll do the interviews. We'll decide who is best. We're not going to present 30 people. We're going to present three to five and they're the best ones. So it saves the client a tremendous amount of time. Plus we're the ones that are, you know, really working with the applicant, preparing them for the interview, telling them where to go and working with the client as far as offers and that type of thing. No, I think at all stages, um, it, it's incredibly important to, to vet the right people. Um, and then absolutely like, you know, sometimes there's very specific needs that you might know that you need to have uh, for, for a particular position of maybe, you know, company culture, skill sets, experience, you know, some of those people are, are somewhat difficult to find and then vetting them and all that. So I, I think that there's certainly um, a lot of cases where that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, you, you mentioned how it's the lowest, um, you know, time right now, like as far as like unemployment goes, right. It's at the lowest levels right yeah. now. I'm curious about like, maybe uh, you can go on a short journey and share with us, like when COVID hit, like what happened in the business and like how, how maybe hiring had changed through that. And then maybe where we are today, I'm seeing a lot more of kind of remote positions and things yeah. of that nature. Like, I feel like there's been an acceleration of uh, communication like this that we're doing. And right. um, so I'm just curious your perspective on those things. Well, actually when COVID hit last March in 2020, um, it was the first time in my career that anything like that has ever happened where companies uh -huh. literally nationwide were shut down. So that was a, a huge event. And of course, my company uh, was not used to working from home. We had always worked in the office. We enjoyed working in the office. And so for all of a sudden, my staff to be totally working from home was quite a change. And it was a difficult change for my staff because most 95% of my staff are women. And most of those are, are working moms who had children who were also at home and trying to do online school. And so I, I can tell you that my staff said it was the worst time in their life <clears throat> to be working, trying to work from home, but also having these kids that were trying to deal with uh, learning online. So it was, it was a challenge. And can you talk a little bit about like the job market from- uh... Oh yeah, the job market. So. The job market at that point just came to a screeching halt. So um, April, May, June, very tough months. Companies still were not hiring um, and uh, everything was put on hold. Then all of a sudden in July and August, we started seeing a real shift of people coming back to the offices. Not everyone by any means, but a lot a lot um, of people. And then we saw that there were a lot of people who had needed people before the pandemic, but had had to put all that on hold. Now it's three, four months later, and they really need those people. So yes. we started seeing clients, and this was the first time ever, doing Zoom call interviews and hiring people and having them start at home without ever having met them in person or having that person meet anyone in the company or even see the office. 
So that was an extremely unique thing that happened. And I think that, you know, there's so many articles that have been written about this, but basically the pandemic really changed a lot of the way that companies are working now. What we've seen is a real shift of companies who are now allowing more hybrid work where people are working from home more. <clears throat> they may be working in the office a few days a week and allowed to work at home for a couple of days. Um, we've got some companies where the entire company is still working from home. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's really changed the work flow and, and the world, I think, uh, from that standpoint. Um, the market right now, and remember, I've been in the business for 51 years, is one of the best uh, job markets for an applicant that I've seen uh, because there are so many jobs available and companies are hiring. Um, you know, there's been some talk in the media, but it's not correct that the economy is not good. That's not true. The economy is great right now. Companies are hiring. The stock market has been doing really great. And um, so we've, we've seen nothing but a great economy. Um, I think that going forward, we're going to continue to see uh, people who will have more flexibility in the future than what they have had in the past in their work uh, you know, the, the way that they have been working in the office. So I'm, I'm very excited about uh, what's happening in the market. Houston itself is booming. And um, so I hope that this next year will be as good as this year has been. No, I, no, I agree with you. I, I, you know, I've really started to see a shift. I'm interested in your perspective, like at least with our company, um, you know, we're based here in Houston. We have a, a nice office in Houston. Everybody started working from home and the company wasn't as hard to bring people back, right back into the office. Um, and uh, when we were looking for, as we were growing through COVID more talent, we opened up the hiring pool to outside the Houston area. And so we've been now have a hybrid team of people in Houston and, you know, across um, geographic area because now we're all in cyberspace. Right. And right. so um, I'm curious about um, have you seen that uh, as kind of a trend when when you're hiring for people? Uh, has the job market expanded to say, hey, you need somebody, but do they need to be in Houston um, or like, you know, are we going to bring them in for training? Because that's what we're doing. We're bringing them in for training. They're here for a couple of weeks. Um, and and now to get people back into office with, you know, maybe a, a 25% of the team not in Houston now, it, it's changing the dynamic a little bit, right? And so yeah. I'm curious about what, what you're seeing, because that's like, I guess, from a personal experience, what, what, we're, we're, what we're dealing with. So. Well, actually, what we saw, and it really started last year, was for the first time ever, uh, we work a lot of call center jobs. And for the first time ever, all of a sudden, we had clients that were saying they can work at home. And then we had clients saying, we don't really care what city they're working in. Uh -huh. And so we, we saw that starting last year and this year it's continued. 
Um, I know that there are companies that are expanding outward and saying we don't really care where they live. I think that there's some concerns about some of that going down the road because um, if you if if a, if a lot of your staff are in are out of state, um, it's hard to do meetings uh, uh, other than on Zoom. So uh, in our company, um, we are mostly back in the office, but we're allowing flexibility for people uh, to be able to work from home some. And I think that the teamwork and the camaraderie and yeah, uh, is, is back with our teams. It's very difficult to maintain that at home, even though a lot of people like to work at home they become isolated and they don't feel a part of anything sometimes. So I don't want them to have that feeling. And, and some people quite frankly are not self-directed enough um, to be able to work all day at home. They, they, you know, sleep late and, uh, and are not doing their job all the, all day long. Whereas if they were in the office, they would be far more focused on what they're supposed to be doing. So uh, I think it depends upon the person. I've got some people that have been extremely productive working at home, but it, I think it depends upon their situation and if they have small children and, um, you know, what what is going on in their household. No, absolutely. And, and I think uh, for a lot of people to like get up, go somewhere and go to work, like uh, that routine is uh, really really valuable for them. Well, I appreciate you sharing some of those things. You you talked a little bit about um, uh, being on the board of the BBB and, um, you know, you've won awards and um, I, you know, recently won an award. And so I wanted to um, hear a little bit more from you for people that are part of the BBB that are listening, as well as uh, people in the greater Houston area, like I realized when I got involved in the BBB, there was a lot of things the BBB did that I didn't totally know about. And I think you're in a really good position to maybe highlight um, how you feel about the BBB, some of the things that they're doing, and maybe unpack some of the things that are not uh, as uh, apparent to most people, but are certainly valuable that the BBB offers. Well, I think one of the things that the BBB offers that a lot of people aren't really familiar with is the educational uh, part of BBB, where um, in in particular, they're very focused about letting seniors know about scams that mm. could, um, you know, try and take their money. And um, those are out there. And so they're doing a lot of education with seniors about those types of things where you get phone calls saying you've won money or you know, or trying to get your credit card or your bank account number. So that's one thing that I think that they've done that's extremely good. The other is, is that it offers an opportunity for consumers to be able to uh, lodge a complaint if something has happened. And the BBP takes those seriously and they have people who actually talk to the person that's uh, lodged that complaint. And they contact the company to see if they can somehow make whatever their problem is, uh, if they can remedy that or find a solution for it. And so I think that's important. And the other is, is that it gives consumers a way 
to be able to determine if if a company uh, that they're going to use for plumbing or cars or any type of service like that um, is a reputable company and what you know what kind of a rating do they have so i think it it provides a very valuable service absolutely and you want to highlight anything on um your your recent award or past awards well it's been wonderful to win these awards um we actually won the pinnacle award in 2020 and then i really didn't think we'd win it again back to back but we did and that was a nice surprise uh, yeah so um, we've won it, I think, four or five times over the years. And of course, we've we've been a finalist every year for ever since they've had the luncheon. So um, I, I think that uh, it's, it, I will tell you this last year at the luncheon, uh, it, the, the ballroom was full of people. I, it was probably 900 people there. And everyone was very excited to get an award that won. And so I think that it recognizes small businesses who don't really have an opportunity to win an award any other way. So they're, they're set up according to categories. So all the plumbing companies are together, all the air conditioning companies are together, all the car dealers are together so that you're competing against people in your own category. No, fantastic. No, I, I thought uh, it was a great event um, and encourage uh, any uh, small business owners to be part of the BBB if they're not. Um, so can you give any tips um, like, OK, you know, there's a lot of small business out here. Like I said before, I hear I need help with marketing. I need help with hiring. <laughs> like those are the two biggest areas that that I hear the most of. Um, you know, if there was a small business owner out there. Uh, maybe they've thought about using um, uh, a staffing company um, or a personnel company, um, or maybe they need an executive recruiter to go find that right person or, or however they're looking at it. Is there any kind of tips that, that you've given uh, over the past that would be good to kind of uh, share out there for, for people? Well, I think that the most important thing is that the success of your business really is dependent upon the people who are working for you. And so finding the right people uh, is very important. And I will tell you truthfully, there are so many people in business who really don't know how to go about finding someone or how to interview and select the right people. And so I think that they really need some assistance with that whole process. It's a very complicated process. And if you don't hire the right person, then it hurts your company. And so, you know, one bad hire can really cause a lot of damage in a company. So you wanna make sure that you're getting the right people. I think the other thing is, is that you want to run your company um, as though they're family members. I've always treated my staff as though they were part of my family. And as a result, I've got many, many very long tenured people ranging from 42 years down and lots of 20 year people. So I, I, that's always been a success tip for me. And the other thing is, is to be, uh, if you've got particularly working moms that work for you, is to be understanding um about them and to work with them if they've got a sick child or if they 
have to go to the school to pick them up for some reason or to go to a special event. And so we, we definitely have so many working moms and we try to be very understanding about that situation. No, I think that those are fantastic tips. Um, is there anything in this interview um, or that you wanted to make sure to get out there that we didn't discuss uh, before we wrap up? Well, I, I think that uh, right now, uh, being a part of the BBB is important so that people uh, that are thinking about using your services can look at that rating and uh, decide if that's a good, good one to go to. They also have a list of different people that you could look at if you didn't know who to contact at all. And um, I think that also just uh, making sure that in this economy that you take full advantage of it. I always used to say, and still do, uh, make hay while the sun shines. When the economy's good, uh, work as hard as you can because it, it doesn't stay that way all the time. <laughs> you know, the economy is like a roller coaster. It goes up and down. So you want to take advantage of a great economy. Well, fantastic. Um, Burnett specialist um, is what's the best way for someone to get in contact with you? The best way for someone to get in touch with me personally, and you certainly can call me is uh, my number is 713 9774777 or just look us up um just you know search for our name and uh, our corporate address will come up we're on uh Richmond in Houston and um we've got offices also in the Woodlands we have an office on uh 290 we have one in the Greenway Plaza area and we have one that is off of 45 close to Pasadena so we're in, we really cover the entire city and uh, we can help you in any of those areas. Fantastic. Well, those of you that are listening and you have, maybe you haven't heard of Burnett's uh, specialist in staffing, it's B-U-R-N-E-T-T. -T. So B-U-R-N-E-T. You should be able to find them everywhere. They've been in Houston a long time, got a great reputation. Uh, so it was a pleasure to have you on uh, Business Houston Podcast. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small, and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Until next time, this is Business Houston.